we are live once again back for the Project X podcast. I am Alan Smith, along with... I'm Big Dave. And uh, I'm just going to go ahead and apologize right now because I've got some kind of head cold going on. <laughs> so I'm, I'm pounding lemon menthol hulls, cough drops, and Diet Mountain Dew. So this could get ugly before it's over. Oh, I think we'll be fine. So anyway... <laughs> On our episode eight, yes, we are up to eight already. Eight. Uh, we are going to be covering a movie franchise. Yeah, a couple movies. Yeah, well, it's, it's a franchise because we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to be talking about the 1994 movie Clerks and its sequel, Clerks 2, which was released in July of 2006. And um, where do you want to begin with this one? Um... I love Clerks. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember where I was at when I saw it the first time. It was literally off a of VHS tape that mm-hmm. we had rented at a local video store, and it was over at my buddy Dan's house, and it was me and him and a bunch of friends. And I think me and him were the only two who got it. Everybody right, else right. was too highbrow to understand what this piece of garbage <laughs> little. Why did we rent this? This is terrible. We right, could, couldn't right. we have gotten something with like explosions or something right it's definitely not one of those movies by any stretch of the imagination no and and then we get to clerks 2 which the first time i saw it i really enjoyed it um but having watched it again recently in preparation for this kind of makes me sad okay we'll get into that as well my my um history with clerks actually goes back to before it was actually released. Okay, here's the thing. Nothing, nothing... Lucky you. Well, no, I did not see it before it was released or anything. What uh. I'm saying is I was in a movie theater and the trailer for it came on. And I uh. remember very specifically seeing the trailer and being like... Because uh, you have to remember this was in 94 and like independent film was really big. Oh, yeah. You know, this this played at Cannes that same... Or not at Cannes, but at... um um What's the one? In Colorado, oh um, Sundance, Sundance. Thank you. This played in, <laughs> at Sundance the same year that Pulp Fiction played, and those were the two movies everybody was talking about. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, these two new directors. Of course, Tarantino had already made um, Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. Dogs at that point, and and had written the movie, the script for True Romance. Yeah, and so this was a okay. This is okay. We're we're getting ready to see something good here. Yeah, but I remember I I don't remember what movie. It may have actually been Pulp Fiction, going and seeing that, and then and seeing this trailer beforehand. That I was big shot with the Dick Dale guitar and all that. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh. <laughs> Another show I know. Yeah, but. that's a whole. Yeah, you know, believe me, we could do a whole show just on Pulp Fiction. But the thing with this one is that I remember sitting there and watching it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, independent. All right, it's in black and white. Obviously, this was a low budget film, you know, and blah 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 blah. And then it came down to the end of it, and it showed the. It was like, you know, with a soundtrack featuring, and it had like all the Alice in Chains and Soul Asylum and, you know, all these different bands and stuff. And I remember turning to my friend and saying, I swear they only make movies just to make soundtracks these days. Thank goodness. And that was kind of a thing in the 90s. Like, that was a Because big I thing. have discovered so many bands oh, I know. off of movie soundtracks. Oh, this soundtrack is great. I mean, it's, it's a great soundtrack. Great mid-90s soundtrack. Yeah. You know? But, but, um... I didn't see it again. I did not actually see the movie until it was on VHS. And a friend of mine... Which is friend, appropriate. That's the way you probably should see much. it, is on VHS. Exactly. 
and my friend Richard, who I'd known since junior high school, you know, we we used to go. We were both big movie buffs, you know. We used to see all this stuff together, and he was the one. He was like, "Have you watched Clerks yet?" And I was like, "And I was like, oh yeah, that was that one, the soundtrack." I kept calling it the soundtrack movie, you know. And he was like, "No, you need to see it." And he was telling me some stuff in it. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." And I watched it, and I'll be honest, I didn't really. I liked it, but I didn't think it was great in the beginning. Really? Yeah. Fast forward to the next year when Mallrats came out. Again, did not see Mallrats yeah. in the theater. Watched it on VHS again oh. and really liked it because it was all this nerdy. There was so many comic book references and stuff. But I remember because because you know it was one of those things that it was a big. I think it's Universal did that if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I don't forget know. maybe Paramount. So I forget it was it was a big movie studio. That yeah. Did it. And they again they had they did a big marketing blitz for that movie, especially in comic books. And it was a back page. It yeah. was um, one of those uh, seeing eye uh, or magic eye posters. And yeah. it was Jay and Silent Bob down at the bottom. And I remember, hey, those were those guys that was in that Clerks movie. Yes. So and not knowing a ton about all of it, but then I had gone back and rewatched Clerks. A couple of times, and watched Mallrats. It's one of those things I really got into it. And by the time Chasing Amy came around, I was like, "Oh, I'm really, I was really you excited hooked. for the no, the new Kevin Smith movie." You know, <clears throat> by that point, Clerks Two. Yeah. I will say this about both of these movies. Yeah. Well, well let, me, let me back up before I get to Clerks Two. The next thing that happened was that I worked in actually working in retail like I didn't up till a certain point in my life yeah we've, we've all been yeah there. and then I worked in retail and all of a sudden that movie became oh oh, oh, oh yeah. I get it now and then on top of it all I worked at a video store for a year yes you did and that was when I really was like no that movie is 100% on the nose yes. of what happens on an editing basis it was strange <laughs> because you were almost Dante working Jay's job yeah, or not right. Jay's job, um, 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 Randall's job, Randall's right? Job, yeah. And that goes on to like a couple, a few years later. You know, when I was working at uh, probably the best job I ever had, and we're going to talk about great dead end jobs at some point. Mm-hmm. But I was working at you know a, a music store, like a record store, record. CDs at used, the time, used, yeah, it was record used store, records. You people know. Would bring their stuff in, so right. And, and I remember like watching it one night, and my friend Andy was work or was uh, he wasn't working there then, but he did later. But it was one of those things where I was he might as well have yeah, he, he was hung out all out the there, time. Yeah. He was always there. I, I'm guilty also. <laughs> yeah, and so he was there, and, and he came in. I was like, you know, and I, I remember I remember I remember this conversation. And I was like, you know, I watched Clerks again last night. And I was like, and I, I realized something. And he's like, what? I was like, I'm Dante, and you are Randall. Oh, there is very, no two ways about it. <laughs> Andy, no offense. Yeah. At that point in your life, you, you were Randall. Randall. And you know it. You know, it's a, and then there was something else that happened that we will talk about that, that it takes it even further. But anyway, when Clerks 2 came out, okay? So, like, Clerks came out, I was 20 years old. So, we're talking about, you know, the characters in the movie are about 22. So, we're in that same age. year out of high school. Yeah. So, we're in that same age range. And, you know, kind of going through that whole, that, yeah, I went to college, but I'm not sure if college is for me. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. All that wonderful mid twenties, oh, wish yeah. wishy washy. Exactly, exactly. I'm supposed to be an adult now, but adulting's hard. Yeah, not knowing, not knowing how to be an adult. Yeah, there's a lot to do with it. 
When Clerks 2 came out, I was in a really bad spot in my life of dealing with, and I've talked about it on here before, dealing with, you know, alcoholism and depression, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Clerks 2 spoke to me like you would not believe, especially a scene mid, about midway into it where their buddy from high school comes in or not their buddy, a guy they knew from high school and is yeah. giving them all the problems. And uh, the one that picked on him in high school is still around. Right. On right. And, you know, and he's, he's been, he's successful oh, and yeah. they're still working clerks, you know, they're clerks still, you know, and when they go to the, uh, at a fast food restaurant. Yes. And, and so they, they go, and they go to the, um, go-kart place. Yeah. Okay. And remember when they're coming back and Dante asks him, asks Randall, he's like, what, what is it about, Go-karts. The go-karts. And he said, it reminds me of a better time when the world was still in front of us. And he sa- and he says the line, it just feels like the world has moved on without us. Yeah, I get that. And that line just like hit me in the heart. I like feel that way. Believe. I feel that yeah. way right now. Well, is that why, I mean, is that you're now watching it, why you find it so sad? Or it what? was, I... I'm not to the place that they're at in that movie, but the whole kind of I'm, I'm, I was in my thirties and I was still trying to figure it out. Right. And I realized what a miserable individual I was back then. And I haven't got it figured out now, but mm-hmm. at least I'm in a routine to where right, right. I can kind of stabilize it and try to figure it out. Right. Okay. So, now that we've said all that, let's actually talk about the movies themselves. We'll start with Clerks. If you listen to, if you're listening to this, you probably know something about it. So, I'm not going to go into all the details about Kevin Smith making this. There's plenty. Getting a loan, credit yeah, cards. It was all blah, credit blah, blah. cards, you know. But it's one of those things. There are plenty of resources out there. If you just go, help, just go listen to Smodcast or something. I mean, he'll, he'll talk about it quite a bit. And I, I've always enjoyed... Kevin Smith, his movies, but also just his like his podcasts are cool. I don't listen to Smodcast any longer. I stopped. I listened to it for the longest time, and I stopped about the time he really started smoking weed all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because that's all he ever talked about. Oh yeah. And I just was like, I dude, I am no, I'm good. I mean, it's like cool if it works for you, that's awesome. I don't want to hear it all the time. Yeah. And the other thing, and believe me, I am. Not, not he is a not a prude. I am not a prude, and I am also not the 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 poster child for maturity. But Kevin Smith is stuck at being fourteen years old. I swear, <laughs> because his humor, everything is dick and fart jokes. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's what his movies have been. But especially well, on Smodcast, that is all. Well, even if you watch Comic is. Book Men, it, oh, I know. it always I know. kind of um, degrades into that. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I do listen to uh, Tell Them Steve Dave, which is uh, Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan, yeah. you know, and those guys. And, and by the way, no offense to Kevin Smith. No, none. We, I lo- dude, I love Kevin Smith's yeah, movies. We He's love the movie new, and all that. Yeah. But, but, I'm looking forward to this reboot that they're doing, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh, yeah. So no, that, that, that comes out be. later this year, yeah. and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, you just, you just, you might want to back off the weed a yeah, little bit. A little. and. <laughs> And try to raise the humor level above your mm-hmm. genitalia and so, yeah. methane jokes. So anyway, Clerks, the being in black and white, the movie is shot in black and white. And he, you know, he said you know, he did it because it was, it was cheaper to buy black and white film than it was color. 
I think that adds to the aesthetic of that film. No, it totally does. Of because that whole that whole the the last part of the eighties, and we've talked about this on mm-hmm. another show. The last part of the eighties and kind of the first part of the nineties for me kind of felt like the entire little time period there was in black and white. Yes. Everything kind of felt used up. Everything had already been done. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't really anything new coming out. Even though looking back, we were wrong. Mm-hmm. But when you're that age and yeah. in it, yeah. it, you don't see it that way. You know, you know so even, even life at that point kind of seemed like black and white. Right. Just very... Eh. Yeah. Yeah, it's even, true. It's true. Because even for black and white, that movie was even a little desaturated. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it wasn't hard black and whites. It was more like a... A lot of grays. A lot, a lot of gray. A lot of gray. And I noticed that watching, because I, I had loaned Dave my copies. I had Blu-ray copies of both these movies. Yeah, I don't own them. Go ahead. No, it's fine. You know, Beat me up. It, but it's one of those things that I had digital copies, but they were, I, I think they were standard definition. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the clerks was. I'm, I don't, I, but watching, I had, and I had put them on my iPad, my iPad and had watched both of them yeah. over the course of the last couple of days. Clerks, you know, it, Clerks is one of those movies that I, so many movies that you love at some point in your life, you go back and rewatch and they're not quite as good. They don't hold up. They don't hold up or they're very dated. Yes. That's another thing that happens with a lot of movies. This one, you throw a couple of cell phones in. Yep. And update the the music a little bit. Yeah. It's this, it it could be now. I mean, it's not a, instead of a, um, video store now though it'd probably be like an iPad um, iPhone iPad repair place or something like that yeah something like that um, maybe maybe a, maybe a boost mobile yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah something like that or uh, what's or what's the other one uh, the Metro PCS yeah. that's what it is yeah, yeah one of those everywhere and usually right next door to a convenience store absolutely so that would make that yeah yeah that's good call good call yeah yeah but other other than you know just a couple of things like that it still holds up some of the dialogue is you can always say that about kevin smith is that his dialogue the first when when it came out it was more we all thought oh this is realistic dialogue it's not like movie dialogue and then you listen to it later and it's like now nah, it's pretty ham hit Ham-fisted it's ham fisted. It's you know, double ham fisted. It, there's a lot of let me show you how smart I am references or or, or big words, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. Some forced acting, yeah, yeah, because it was obviously some folks that hadn't really right done a lot. Right. At that point. Well, it's funny also because like Walt Flanagan, like I said, is yeah. in the movie like four or five times. He plays four or five different roles. Yeah. You know? And uh, same thing with uh, Scott Mosier. Uh, For those who don't know who we're talking about, explain who they are. Okay, so Walt Flanagan is one of Kevin Smith's friends from way back. He was on Comic Book Men. He runs Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash in Red Bank, New Jersey. Okay. He um, he was in, I think he's been in all of the movies in, in a little part, but he most, most famously, he plays the fanboy in Mallrats. He's the one when they go to the, the, you know, and it's like you have yeah. Brian Johnson, his other buddy, that the two of them, you know, they uh, play Steve Dave. He's the one that says, tell him Steve Dave, and that's that's Walt Flanagan. And then Scott Mosier is actually the producer on this film and did all the editing and all that kind of, you know, everything. Yep. And he's and the two of them, he's on Smodcast, and you know, he's, worked, he's worked on all of Kevin Smith's stuff. He's also worked on some other movies. Yeah. 
I just, was it that he did? You know, there recently? just may have been some folks that didn't quite right. Know I know it's they, a little more because we're we're versed in it. You know, we've lived this exactly. stuff. Exactly. We're, we're wanting to maybe introduce this to some other folks that maybe haven't seen right. it. Right. We want you to be in on the joke. It's one of those things where. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we were talking about clerks. Clerks. Yes. We lost our place. Didn't we, we completely lost our place. That's okay. We'll just start here. Uh, we, I know what we were talking. We were talking about um, uh, Walt Flanagan and oh yeah, yeah, yeah we, So anyway, now that now we're kind of up to, up to speed on who the, who a couple of these people are, Walt Flanagan actually appears in Clerks like three different times. Like he's the guy. He's like one of the guys that's buying cigarettes. Actually, he he's several. He he's one of the guys that's buying cigarettes in the beginning. You yeah. know. He uh, later is another. He's the customer that Dante shows the porn magazine to that he gets offended. Oh yeah. He is one of the people that runs out of the funeral home. Yeah. Okay. And we you don't see his face. You only see you know. And then yeah. he's in it. There's an. Oh, he's the. Uh, he's the uh, guidance counselor that smashes. <laughs> it's looking through the eggs. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Scott Mosier plays Willem, also known as Snowball. Uh, yeah. He also... Such a weird, creepy character. Yeah, which we'll, we'll hear in a little bit. We'll get into some of the lore that goes with... Oh, there's lore. Oh, there's a lot of lore that goes into this. See, he's um, a, I'm, a, I'm a nerd, but he's a geek. Yeah, I, I've, I've followed all this stuff for 20 plus, 25 years now. He also, when they're playing hockey... Yes. He's the guy that wants to get into the... To the um, he needs, he he wants to he wants, buy something and, and he climbs he, the ladder, climbs like, which is funny because there's a scene in that where they're on top of the ladder, and then another customer comes up and says, "Hey man, you open?" And they both yell, "No, we're closed." Well, that's Willem. Yeah. So he is actually Scott Mosier hollering at himself. <laughs> you know, it's and uh, so yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff like, like the 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 milkmaid is actually Kevin Smith's mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and his sister is the one is the girl that uh when when they're watching when they're talking about um the guidance counselors. Yes. You know, she's the one that starts telling the story and then oh, like, "Oh, you okay. got to have a you got to have a uh you know, we're probably going to have to put an explicit tag on the front of this one because it's almost impossible not okay, to." Okay, you go yeah. you go ahead. I'm going to per- I'm going to not do that. You feel but free. I mean not I mean, but it's just one of those things that because of just so much of what happens in both of these movies that his sister's the one that says, yeah, you know, you got to find something. You got to find a job in life that you feel that fulfills you and makes you whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I, I manually masturbate animals at the zoo for reproductive reasons. That's Kevin Smith's sister. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's. Yeah. So it's all that kind of stuff. I'm but, glad we ate dinner before we did Yeah, this. no yeah. jokes. But there's, you know, of course. Here's another thing that's really interesting about both of these movies. Actually, about both of these movies and Mallrats is they all happen in the same day. Like, or they all happen over the course of a day. You ever thought of it? Clerk starts off with Dante getting the call that he needs to go into work. Yeah. And it ends when he closes the, the, store. the store that night. Yeah. Okay. Clerks 2... Well, okay. No, Clerks okay. Two does not happen well, in it, the same week because it's years it on does down the road. Kind of, well, okay. All right, let, let, let's let's okay. Let's put a caveat on that. It opens with them going with Dante going to open the Quick Stop. Yes, and it's on fire because Randall forgot, forgot, to, forgot to turn, to turn off the burner pot. again. Yeah. But the bulk of the story takes place in one day. It's his last day at movies. 
because he's getting married. He's moving to Florida and getting yeah. and getting married. Okay. Now, granted, there's some addendum on the end of it that takes place over a little more time, you know. Yeah. But the bulk of the story takes is place on that in day, one day. Yeah. Mall rats is the same thing. It all takes place in the course of one day. Well, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like several movies together. No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I no, no. I'm just talking. About, I'm just talking about the story. E- the storyline itself for each place one play, takes place one. Right. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Um, I'll go, uh, I can't talk again. I, I I'll it, agree I with you on okay. that. Yeah. Here's some interesting stuff, though. Okay. Mall rats takes place one day before clerks. Yes. Okay. Here's here's here's. Okay. I did not. Into. I did not catch that. At, we're going to get into here because. Go ahead. There is what they call the Viewisk Universe. Okay. It's yeah. The Viewisk is the production company. You know that that Kevin that Smith Kevin works Smith on. Yeah. And so you see characters reoccurring over and over and, and over, and, and they over. all take place in Jersey. That they originally it was called the Jersey Trilogy, which was Clerks, Mall Rats, and Chasing Amy. Yes. Okay. But it goes further than that because. After that, you get Dogma. Yeah, Jay and Silent Bob yeah, are no, in that. No, they, yeah, I know. I, I just, and it's I actually, don't have a whole lot of love. For okay, I'm just saying, but it's like okay. Then you get Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, which is completely are, inappropriately hilarious. Yes, and then you get Clerks too. After that, yeah. all these, all these, all six of these movies are inside of yeah the same universe you know basically you just you see a lot of characters returning in this and that anyways mall rats takes place one day before clerks clerks because do you remember what the uh the conflict in that movie was okay tc's girlfriend is her her dad is having a tc um, Jason, oh yeah, um, yeah, okay, Jeremy, yeah. whichever one of the twins. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, he's his girlfriend's father, which is um, um, guy from Walking Dead, um, which Merle. One? Merle. Oh, um, um, Norma. No, uh, not, no, not, not um, Reedus. It's Michael. Uh, Michael, Michael Reeder. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Michael. Not Michael. It, it's Michael, but that's not. That's the wrong last uh, name. Anyway, I, anyway, uh, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, you keep talking. I'm gonna break anyway, out the magic witch box. So he's putting on this. This. Uh, anyways, they had somebody that a girl dropped out of the of of this of this TV show taping because, or she didn't drop out. She died. The girl that that and it, she says the first of it is Julie Dwyer said that she had a, a brain embolism midway through a backstroke in the YMCA pool. Right. That's the girl that they go to the funeral to. Yeah. In Clerks. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, here's another thing. The Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Thank you. That's right. I knew it was who, an R. Yeah. Who Who's also awesome in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, he is, and also Henry Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah. Um. So that happens, but Ethan Suppley. Is that his name? Ethan. Uh, Ethan. Ethan Suppley. Yeah. That was on My Name Is Earl. You know he plays. Uh, he played. Yeah, yeah, you know he's the one in 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 Mall Rats that's trying to see the magic eye. You know he can't see the boat. That's the whole yeah. thing. He wants to see the ship that's in the you know the boat and the blah blah blah. Oh, the stupid. You know you stare at the picture forever right, and you and, see it eventually. Yeah. That's Willem. Uh, yes. Oh. That's what now. Yeah, they. That's Willem. And there's a few other. They they talk about some other stuff here and there, you know, that that happened in Clerks, you know, or or that like that Clerks talk about also. When you get to chasing Amy, there is a scene when they're at. Is it called Meow Mix? They're at the club anyway. Yeah. Okay. Alyssa 
and Holden are talking to each other, and she said something about like, yeah, it was the last, you know, I haven't been back to the, or you know, she's from Jersey, and she says, yeah, uh, my best friend or one of my friends died in the, in the YMCA pool of uh, the rain and blizzard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, he was like, he says, says, wow, you know, you, uh, you know, you also you're a Jersey girl. She's like, yeah, but I haven't been back since my friend's funeral, or or I, or. No, 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 no. I take that back. First off, she he said, "Did you ever go to the Quick Stop?" And he, she's like, "Yeah." She's like, "My, she's like my best friend had sex with a dead guy in the bathroom." She's like, "No way, you know that girl, you know." <laughs> and then, and then, and then later in the conversation, she says, "I haven't been back since my friend's funeral." Yeah. And he was like, "What the why the the Quick Stop girl died?" She's like, "No, uh, Julie Dwyer." And he's like. Uh, you know, had uh, died in the thing. She's he's like, oh my god, you knew that girl. It's like one of those things where they they bring all of that into it. Yeah. Okay, so the one scene with Jay and Silent Bob in that movie. I know we're getting like way in, like way <laughs> into the nerd here. Okay, the one scene with Jay and Silent Bob in that movie where you know you get the whole chasing the actual name chasing Amy and all that yeah. kind of stuff. When they leave, they're going to. And God, I can't remember the name. Basically, they're going they're going to Illinois. To uh, t- the town that like all of John Hughes movies takes place. It's, it's a fictitious town, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But that's their whole thing. They're going to Illinois to that. Okay. When we catch back up to them in Dogma, they're coming back from there and talking about how it it wasn't a real town and it was. So it's one of those things that like all these movies are tied together. You know? And then at the very end of it, when they're sitting there, you know, after you know they've saved the world and all that and everything. Uh, Jay says something to Bob like, "Hey man, you want to go? To, you want to go stand outside the quick stop?" You know, it's just kind of like the whole, "Okay, we're getting we're getting into this." Shermer, Shermer, Illinois. Illinois. That's what it was. I'm sure there are people yelling at the at their phones. And, yeah, you know, Shermer, Shermer, Shermer. Don't worry, folks. My thumbs are fat, and I'm typing <laughs> on my phone the magic witch box as fast as I can. So then we get to Jay and Silent Bob strike back. Yes. Okay. It starts off, and we see Dante and Randall again. Yes. At the quick stop. Which uh, they now own. No, 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 no. You're this right, you're before, right, you're right, you're right. before all you're that. Right. So we see them again, and they call the cops on Jay and Silent Bob. Yes. Basically make them leave. And then they, you know, they, they had through a course of, and it's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I can't, I can't give you I, I'm starting the, to feel the, like I probably should have watched details. all of these well, beforehand. I'm doing all this from memory. Oh, so, I know. Um, Which is amazing. Anyway. <laughs> so in that movie, they, they go to movies. Yeah. Because that's where they... Oh, actually, movies was introduced in um, um, Dogma. It was. Movies was introduced in Dogma. It, it was, but that, uh, you know, that's just kind of the... Because re- the, the, uh, Loki and Bartleby go into the sales... To, into the uh, Because they say it's a golden... Go- it was a golden calf, you know, yeah. it's, you know, like everything. So it's introduced there. Then he, they go into movies, and that's when they start finding out about people who are talking about them online, and they're making yeah. this movie and everything. And so over at the cow, right? And so they go, you know, they go on their their Hollywood adventure at the end. And of course, during the time they go and they see Holden, yeah. Oh, they saw somebody they else. They wanted were, some of that comic book money, right? Right. And he was like, "Man, you guys, I, we don't have anything to do with it anymore." You know, yeah. blah blah blah. So when they. At the end of the movie, whenever they actually make the giant, the Jay and Silent Bob, you know, the our Blunt Man and Chronic movie that they're Blunt making, Blunt Man and Chronic, they excellent cameo though. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, one of the best cameos ever. When they get to the end of it, when they're at the movie premiere, the people that are walking out, you see Banky from Chasing Amy, yeah. and Hooper, Hooper X, yeah, walking out together, 
they're a couple now because that was kind of like oh yeah we all knew that Banky was was gay you know type thing and he's finally you know everything you see Alyssa Jones yeah she comes walking out and says something about like oh and and her girlfriend says something about oh they should have made a movie about you and about you know they should have made a movie out of your comic or something like that yeah. rather than this you know it's kind of a, a throwback a throwback there but you also see Willem walk by. And it's and it's Scott Mosier again. It's not yeah. Ethan Suffley, and he's like he's doing his whole looking up at the you know as he's walking by, you know. Yeah. So it's one of those things that they bring, and I'm sure there's some Everybody more stuff bring. that I don't remember yeah. exactly that they they bring all these characters back in. Now, when you get to Clerks too, of course they're working at movies. So okay. we we mentioned the cameo. We never said who it was. Should we say who it was? Oh, it's uh James Vanderbeek and um, um, Jason Biggs. That's what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about when. Um, oh, you're talking Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about when they were they were J.M. Silent Bob. That was like one of the best cameos. That, ever. That's a good cameo. But <laughs> but the fact that Mark Hamill shows yeah, up in this he thing shows up Scott Knocker. He <laughs> 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 gets his hand cut off. He's like, no, not again. Not again. <laughs> so any, but uh, oh, and also. Well, actually, no, because it, it does. But they did. They did get it because, like, even like even Shannon Doherty came back for a brief cameo. Yeah. Uh, now, here's the other thing. We actually left one out. It's not a USQ movie, but it is considered to be canon. Oh, okay. Scream three. Scream three. Jay and Silent Bob are in it. Yes. Wait, what? They're on a movie. They're on the movie lot, and Sid. Uh, not um, um, Courtney Cox's character comes walking by and there's a line of people like taking a tour and Jay and Silent Bob are there and Jay goes look Silent Bob it's it's uh, Connie Chung and she turns around and gives him the finger oh and I remember off. that now yeah I remember and that so, now. Yeah. yeah and so it, but and it's one of those things that it's like oh so the Scream universe and the Viewisk universe are together yeah <laughs> yeah that I had completely yeah yeah you know, I love Scream. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that one at some yes, point. Yes, we are going to do a um, Scream retrospective. Scream two, yeah. Scream three. I don't think I've watched it but once. I saw it. I've seen it twice total. Uh, but Scream four is actually really good. Did you see that one? I forgot they even made. It's it. actually a I don't really know that good. I watched it. It's really good, actually. It's, it's it's a really good reboot. Okay. I mean, it. We'll we'll get into the anyway, Scream stuff. Back thing. back to Clerks anyway. So universe. there's there's more of that now. There's one more thing. Before we get into, uh, of course, when you get to Clerks too, and and yeah. and you know there are all kinds of callbacks to the first movie yeah. as well. You know, uh, the whenever he's painting Becky's um, toenails. toenails, that goes back to whenever he's painting yeah. his girlfriend. Oh, um, what was her name? Um, somebody text us. I know uh, this is a. And hit, I, don't think, us on I almost, I almost called her by her real name, which is Marilyn. Um, yeah. But um, but yeah, it, it's. There, there's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, the callbacks. And it's like minor stuff that unless you really right, watched right. the first one, you wouldn't catch. Kevin Smith also in the mid '90s did a couple of Kirk, Clerks comic books. Yeah, and they were really, really good. Okay, and they're kind of like here and there, but one of them has a callback to Clerks, the actual. And, yeah. it, and it's all has to do with Caitlin Bree. You know, she's been catatonic ever since. Oh, yeah. And it's Christmas since the, time. the bathroom incident. Right. And it's Christmas time, and he wants to go see her. And I'm not going to spoil it for her. They were put out on Oni Press, uh, and you can get it collected. Like, it's both issues together. And there's so several they, stories. They put it into a graphic novel. Right. Well, it's into a, 
it's not a graphic novel. It's well, and yes, I'm going to say that it is a collection. It's not a graphic right. novel. A graphic novel is written as one story. Okay, that a all collection right. is, or you know, is whenever they they collect several things and put it into one. Sure. Yes, I'm not not nerdy, but in that, he goes and sees her, and hilarity ensues. Okay. Well, now the other thing, one of the backup stories that's in there is the actual funeral home scene. They couldn't really? Kevin Smith had written the the fun, the scene for the funeral home in Clerks. Oh, inside? Inside of what happened because you know it's one of those things they go in and then it says like 14 minutes later or whatever they shows them running out. So they either didn't them. shoot it or it got cut. Well, they didn't shoot it because they didn't, they couldn't get into a funeral home. They didn't have access to so it was Okay, I'll leave my comments yeah, to myself. But no, but but yeah, it was one of those things where like, you know, he was like, yeah, I I we were making this, you know, on a very, very, very low budget, and I didn't have access to a funeral home, so we just kind of cut around it and then talked about stuff like yeah. the scene itself. And also, I you can I could reading it, I'm like, okay, they obviously he went back and, and did a little tweaking on it from the original because like Alyssa Jones shows up in it, yeah, and we didn't know anything about her until you know later. He, he did a little bit of retcon, right? Just a little bit, but they animated it, and it's actually on that clerk's. Like when they put out the uh, Clerks X, it was the 10th anniversary DVD, and yeah. it's actually on this Blu-ray too in the special features. Oh, they animated it, and they got everybody to come back and do the voices, nice. including Joey Lauren Adams. Really? She does she does the the yes, and it's hilarious, just hilarious. Okay, I know I just like brought I'm, those back to you. I'm yeah. probably going to borrow them again. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's a great documentary okay. on here also that's called, um, oh, what's it called? Something. It's called something. It's on the back. Yeah. Anyways, I'll find it. I'll find it. There's a documentary on there about the making of Clerks, and it's like a two, like an hour and a half long. And it starts off at the Genesis and goes all the way through. Okay. And it's like, it's really like really comprehensive. Great. Cause there's, cause there are like, there is video from like Sundance and different places like that. Oh, that's and cool. Interviews with everybody that helped them along the way, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Nice. Really in depth. Okay. I said all of that and now we're getting into clerks too. Clerks too. Okay. Which was depressing for me. It was, but you know, I, going back to what I had said earlier, both of these movies hit me at a time and place in my life of you know the first one being that that 20s malaise of I don't know what I'm going to do with my life and you know just kind of grinding out dead end jobs to to pay the bills or you know and check to check yeah and and being hey I you know I'm going to do something one day you know Clerks 2 hit me at a time in my Let's life. Let's We both wanted to be rock stars. Well, yeah. Was yeah. Like, but I wanted to be something anyway, you know. Clerks 2 hit in the... These guys are now in their 30s. They haven't done anything with their life. Yeah. And they feel like the, they don't have time to do anything in their life. And that hit well, me at the time. Yeah, you know, the same. The circumstances, if yeah, got, they're they're here because of the circumstances. Well, not you know? only that, but Dante has been shown a light at the end of the tunnel that isn't what he, he wanted. Yeah, it's but, definitely a train, not an, a light at the end. Yeah, but he's like, oh, here's something that maybe I can better. Right. It's not what I want to do, but maybe I can do something right. to better myself a little bit. And this chick's really into. Okay, I'm gonna say this. Okay, Dante. Right. For those of you who have seen this movie, how 
the heck <laughs> did this guy have so many women fighting over him at all times? And that's something that, that Randall says, you know, like later in the I, movie. I, he I, says, how, how do you always have two hot women fighting over I, you? I don't understand I it. I know. I don't understand it. Some because, people are just like that, though. I mean, it... I, because hey, he, he's wishing washy He can't make well, a decision okay. about anything. He do, he's not. I, I, it just... You, you do know who Emma is, right? Yeah. In the movie. Yeah. You know who she is in real life. Um, I didn't tell you asked me that. That's Kevin Smith's wife. I did not know that. Yeah. I knew her from other movies or no, TV yeah, shows. Or yeah, something. no, she had been in, you know, she was in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. She was a member of those, yeah. the four women, you know, whatever. But no, that's Jennifer Swalbach, who is yeah. Kevin Smith's wife. Well, see, I didn't realize yeah. that they were married to each other. Yeah, good for you know, yeah, and that's you know they got they got a kid together. They've been together twenty years. Good you know? for him. I know he's a real life and, Dante, and he flat says he he outkicked his coverage to you know well he doesn't use that term terminology. But that's something that we would use here as sports fans. But <laughs> he definitely overachieved in life. Let's yeah, put it that okay, way. you're going to get some uh, southeast care. colloquialism. Yeah, where you, but it's also one of those things where like I'm sorry, I don't care who you're with or how long you've been with them, if her <laughs> and of course i'm like my mind would completely blank as soon as i start trying to oh yeah uh, um becky in the movie yeah um yeah. Shit, oh. that is bothering me rose um damn it what is her name you were about to say rose mcgowan it's not rose mcgowan go, no. rosario dawson yeah that's what it is. Uh, yeah rosario i'm sorry yeah rosario dawson is interested in you you drop everything I don't care. (laughs) Honey, I love you. I know. She's hot. She is. And, and, you know, and she's... And funny. And she's hot and funny. And she's also... sarcastic. She is one of those people... I've seen her in interviews and stuff. Like, of course, I've never met her. But just seeing her in interviews and stuff where it's, like, not her playing a character and everything. Yeah. She's still one of those people that is as, uh, as beautiful as she is. She seems very approachable. Very down to earth. Very like I might actually have a shot. I you mean, know? <laughs> really funny, really sarcastic, really quick on the wit, and and super talented. Uh, super talented. Very, very talented actress. Because the range of acting mm. jobs that she's done, it's like, you know, mm. wow. Did you see? Did you watch all the Marvel, the Netflix? Oh yeah. You know, and she plays the night nurse. Oh yeah. In that, and that's great. I loved her in that. No, like, I've watched every single yeah. one of those Marvel. And let me just say right now, Disney, I am hacked off at you for. <laughs> discontinuing all the but, Netflix stuff. But they're coming back when Disney Plus comes out. Some of them are. They're Pro- going to have some new stuff. Prove so. it. Uh, I wasn't really interested. Oh, yeah, that's another that's show. A whole other, gonna, yeah, that's um, a whole other Hold show. on. Write that We're one down. Get, <laughs> write that one down. We need to talk about the Netflix Marvel, Marvel Disney, stuff. Oh, yeah, we can do that. So um, I'm so angry. So it's, it's interesting. You, you, have, you have Dante who has this seeming solution yeah. to his life basically he's going to move to florida and manage a car wash right and and have you know Emma take, make all of his decisions and you know and all that kind of stuff yeah. on the other hand you have randall who, who is who i don't think he has no he had randall has he, no plan outside of me and dante are going to be friends and we're just going to hang out for our entire lives well not only that but he becomes a bigger jerk the older mm-hmm. he gets the mm-hmm. big the more now he's a bitter jerk there's a difference. Yeah. yeah, it's like he was just a jerk in the first movie. He's a bitter jerk. Well, in he, this he's one. a bigger bitter right. jerk. So, and then you have Elias, who I love. <laughs> I love Elias. That poor kid. I know, I, I know. But we all. It, it reminded me a lot of when I was working at, at CD Warehouse, yeah. and there was a couple of kids that worked there who were fresh out of high school that you know 
that just believe me they got an education hanging around with with me and oh, a few you, other people you, you have corrupted more than your share of young impressionables yeah, i mean just a, a serious serious education I, uh, i've gotten an education hanging around with you and i'm, I'm and you're older than me I, i've been around yeah so yeah. maybe one day we'll do alan stories <laughs> We don't need to, we don't need to broadcast your blackmail <laughs> I, material. Yeah, I let's, know. let's not do that. Hey, too I would much rather broadcast my blackmail material than have someone else try to actually blackmail me with it. So, okay, uh, yeah, true. <laughs> truth to that, yeah. Um, but the and actually the whole the whole movie Randall is furious right, with Dante right, because, because he's leaving him. Dante's and, just he didn't even you know talk to Randall about it. He's just like I'm out of here. Right, enjoy your life. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's just a there, there's a reoccurring theme in the first one and this one. And, you know, it's it's yeah. a callback about the again we got the explicit type, you know, about the you know should have got off the pot basically is what it comes down to. And you know, in the first movie, Dante explains that his mom told him that when he was a kid and was you know that he was potty training that he went to go to the bathroom one day and the lid was down and rather than lift the lid, he just you know went in his went pants. In his pants. And he, because he doesn't do well with change, like with he just he doesn't do well with making right, decisions, exactly nothing whatsoever. And so the, and then there's the callback to that yeah. of you know it's like you know when they're fighting when they're in jail at the okay we're gonna get to that in just a second okay um, oh yeah about why they're in jail so they uh, <laughs> which is horrific I'm a, <laughs> I know go ahead I, funny I'm, all at the same time. Uh, um, but yeah, so it's that, one that, of those things that, that they come back to it. In the end, they decide to uh, to reopen the quick stop together and run it. And 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 there's a it. weird twist on it because they evidently borrow some of the startup cash from, from James and Bob, and with it with the the caveat that they get to hang out outside as long as they want to. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, fine. And it's kind of a nice little at the end of it, like it starts off in black and white and then comes into color. Well, it did that at the first part of the at the movie. very first of the movie, and then at the end of it, it shows it kind of does this pullback of them at the store, and you get and Walt Flanagan comes in again and buys yep. and asks for a pack of cigarettes. He turns around and looks at, dead in the camera, and then like walks out. walks out. You know, so it's like okay, we get that throwback and, also, and it goes back to black and white. Well, but he but it's also one of those things when they're sitting there, and Dante comes up and he's like, "Hey, you feeling better?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm okay with that." He's like, "You know what? You're not even supposed to be here today," yeah. which is a reoccurring thing we didn't talk about. That's like one of the big, like the big things from the first one. I'm not even supposed to be here. Exactly, because it's one of those things that starts off with him getting a phone call from his boss asking him to come in and open the store, and he's like, "No, it's my day off." Just to open it, I'll be there in a couple hours. And he then find out he went to Connecticut. Yeah, and it's like, uh, or Vermont, or oh, is Vermont? And he went to. Which and why? I know why. Whatever. He must so, have run out of maple syrup or something. <laughs> I guess. A. So so yeah, you know, there's callbacks to that as well. Overall, they're really good movies. As they're nice bookends. Yeah, they are. And Kevin Smith was going to make a third one. Really? Yes. I'm glad he didn't. Well, he didn't because he never said who. He said one of the actors didn't want to come back. I'm pretty sure it was Jeff Anderson because he had to do a lot of convincing to get him to come back to do Clerks 2. Yeah. And there's been a couple of other little things here and there. Like, they did a sketch. It's actually on the DVD also uh, of the uh, the Clerks DVD. Of, they did a sketch for um, The Tonight Show. 
it's uh, Dante and Randall sitting in a car, like in traffic, and they're yeah. talking about the flying car. About you know, would you you know, if aliens came down and and told you that they would give the technology to the world for a flying car, but you had to have sex with them, would you do it? You know, and and Rand, of course, Dante's like no, and then finally at the end of he's like, yeah, I would, you know, like, and and then he's like, oh, you're gay and blah blah, you know, it's cause oh, yeah. that's they're always always calling you know, Randall's always calling somebody gay yeah. in this, you know, and I guess in this day and time that's you know kind of problematic for a lot of people but it's one of those things that's the way friends talk well, to each other you know it's <laughs> it is but randall was also about let's push every boundary absolutely i absolutely. mean the whole scene where you know the whole you know oh it's okay we're taking it back right oh yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're not even going to get into that okay that's yeah. the, there, there's and, a whole thing with a racial slur that's like whoa and it, you know? it, it's <laughs> and it's not just the one they actually go through, through all of them they, I know. they they were equal opportunity offenders right, they offended right. everyone possible including wanda sykes which in my opinion she probably deserved a little bit <laughs> she was really funny in that she scene, was though. really funny she was really scene, good yeah. in this there's a there's a point in that in that movie in that scene with her when she's standing in line where she breaks character and laughs. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> And it's like... <laughs> it's like every time I've, I've seen that movie, I'm like, oh, yeah, she wasn't supposed to do that. That was that yeah. was her breaking character. Okay, we got to talk about the, the donkey in the room. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. So, Clerks 2 has a donkey show. If thanks, you don't know thanks. what that is, go to the internet. No, don't 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 go to the okay. internet. You don't oh, want to oh, end up on a watch I was going to say, list. first off, go, make sure your VPN is up to date, and then don't, go to the internet. I can't believe you're encouraging people to do this. Um, but, yeah. So, okay, so. So, there's a donkey show. So, because because Dante's leaving, Randall decides to. Give him a send off. Send him right. a give. Send him. Give him a send off in the only way that Randall, Randall could. Could absolutely. He he decides to find a donkey show, yeah. which is basically bestiality. When this was aired, or when this film was shown at, I don't know if it was Sundance or one of the other ones. Um, oh, what was the guy's name? He's a film critic. He's dead now. It wasn't one of the Siskel and Ebert. It was a writer for like Chicago. Uh, oh, was remember. it the guy with the, the mustache? glasses? The, yep. gla- the glasses and the big Not mustache? Not Gene Shalit. Okay, uh, yeah. The other one. The, this guy kind of looked like George Lucas a little bit. Um, oh, I think I know yeah, who you're anyways, talking about. He legit got up and walked out. And literally on the way out, was he, he stood up and he said, Okay, time to go. Who's with me? And left. Yeah, and like wrote up like a pretty rough review of Scathing what he saw, review. you know, later, and then he died a few years after that. I can't remember his name. Off not related. Totally no, no, not, not mean. No, it's just yeah. But, but he 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 did pass in the meantime. It was, but that, that's a rough scene though. It is. It's it is. a rough scene. And, and again, not Becky's for the weak of heart. Becky's response to that is great, where she's like. Oh my gosh! She's like I, I, I'm equal parts repulsed and 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 nauseated, and I can't stop watching. <laughs> it, it, it's a train wreck on a whole different absolutely, level. And, and absolutely, absolutely. And then as Dante's dragging her out of the place, she's asking about, "Did you see the size?" On oh that yeah, donkey? exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's just it, it, it's something else. Okay, that being said, and, and, and I told you this. So I'm going to do this the gently. Thing. The donkey is not. It's Kinky Kelly and the and the sexy stud. And Kinky Kelly is the donkey, and the donkey is receiving. Yes. And we also come to find out that Kelly can be a boy's name also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, are you starting to get how wrong this, like, 
five to ten minute scene is. It really is. Uh, and it's not for everyone, so, but it's funny. So here's how um, they end up in jail. Dante pulls up to movies because he's been trying to chase down Becky. Becky yeah. um, pulls up and sees the entire inside of movies completely smoked up. Mm-hmm. Thinking he that, says, oh no, not again. Thinking that Randall is burning the place down. Again, again. second time, yeah. And runs in to find it, and he calls the calls 911 on the way in right. before he realizes what's going on. Right. And realizes it's a smoke machine mm-hmm. for the donkey show and forgets that he has called 911 on a very illegal. <laughs> very Very illegal, illegal <laughs> because they're doing the donkey show in the movies, which I'm pretty sure is Violates every health, health code, code ever. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and, of course, the police show up, and the fire trucks show up, and the ambulances show up. And and, and uh, on top of it all, Randall has written uh, that he's taken back a certain racial slur on the back of his, yeah. his shirt. And he, has, there's, he has racial slur? It's okay. We're taking yeah. it back. Or it says, no, for life is what it says. Oh, you know, and then the guy, right. And the guy, like one of the... The uh, police the, chief who shows up is yeah, actually a... African-American. Yes. And gets upset. He's like, no, it's okay. I'm taking it back. And Yeah, he it gets just, taken back directly to jail. Yes. Do not pass. Go. So here's the... Here's... here's I, I, I teased this with Dave earlier when we were sitting at dinner. So I was watching this movie. Okay, like I said, I had it on my iPad. And I had started watching it. Um, Sunday evening, yeah. and I turned it off because I was getting getting tired, you know. So happens when you get old. I know. So yesterday afternoon, after I got off work, come home, taking a shower and everything, I was like, "I'm gonna get something to eat." So I went to a, a certain chain uh, fast food place and sat down and was eating. If, if you hold want, on, if you hold, want, on okay. hold on, hold yeah. on. I, I, I I'm almost giddy. Getting ready to say this <laughs> sentence. So I'm watching Clerks 2 while I'm sitting at Chick-fil-A and realize, oh yeah, there's a donkey show in the middle of this movie. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. And you probably had your speakers all the way up too, dude. No, I had my headphones okay, on, but it was okay. still one of those like, maybe I should wait to watch the rest of this well, later. I'm not going to be able to eat waffle fries for a little while. I love you, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I do too, but... It's bad enough, but then also, you know, with their their affiliations with the church and everything, it's kind of a oh, maybe this is not the movie to be watching here. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I love I love both of these movies. Um, as sick and twisted as that may sound to some people, because it's one of those things that with Kevin Smith's movies, he will do these outrageous things. You know, he'll have someone have sex with a dead guy and. You know, in a, a, a bathroom, he'll have um, with the lights off. Yeah, he'll uh, he'll make donkey show. He'll have a donkey show. He'll have a running gag about no, don't don't. He'll have just, a running gag in one movie about having sex in a very uncomfortable place, and you know he'll he'll do all this stuff. But when you when you bring all when you strip all that stuff away and you look at you know you take all the language and you know and all the the, the dick and fart jokes and all that kind of stuff when you come down to it there's a lot of heart in his movies and a lot of just real life right exactly mundane mundane real life but but it's also because that's the whole thing with both of these characters is you realize they love each other they are best friends yeah i mean just randall doesn't want dante to go because he doesn't know how to live life without him you know that's yeah. He he is. You know they've been so tied together for 
you know, their entire lives. What, that, elementary school, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He talks, they talk about that, you know, of just like throwing it all away, you know, that kind of stuff. And you get that with, you know, you get that in all, in most of his movies. You, there, there's just this heart that, that's Except there. Dogma. I'm sorry, I'm going to dog Dogma every chance I get. I could not stand that I movie. Have, I have a... I didn't like it at first. Like I, I was like, eh, it's all right. Dogma to but me But then is, I went back and rewatched it, and I'm like, no, I get this. But it's for me, still dog, one of those... I don't think it's one of his better films. For, for me, Dogma was, oh, Kevin Smith's making a new movie. All the high-end A-list well, it was Actors all of his friends, though. I wanted mean, that, to be in it. Oh, yeah. I got to be in it. It's like suddenly Chris Rock. Well, yeah, it's like, got to be so, in a Kevin Smith movie. All right, so you get Chris Rock and then you have Salma Hayek are both in it. Okay? Yeah. But if you look at everybody else that's in that movie, you know, like with Ben Affleck. Yeah. And, well, see, but, but Ben Affleck had been in two of his movies prior. He was in Mallrats well, and Chasing yeah. Amy. I yeah. mean, that was a whole, you know, and even, you know, because uh, Matt Damon, of course, you know, they were best friends and oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. But Matt Damon was They're in Chasing Amy. Special Jay and Silent Yeah, Bob. but but Matt Damon was in Chasing Amy. He had a scene in it. Yeah, and then of course uh, Kevin Smith was one of the producers on um, um, Goodwill Hunting, which is a pretty good movie. Yeah, it, it's okay. But it's one of those things that you know because they were the friend. You know, and it's even like you know in Clerks too. Kevin, I mean, uh, um, Ben Affleck. He's yeah, got he, he a cameo. Up. He's got yeah. one scene he shows up in. You know. So it's one of those things where you get that, but yeah, you know, Chris Rock, you know, and Salma Hayek are both, and Alan, um, um, Die Hard, Bruce Willis, Alan Rickman, oh, okay. Alan Rickman is in it, and and also what's I'm her sorry, name? Alan Rickman can be in anything, and I'm okay with. And it. also, what's her name? Uh, Linda Fiorentino, yeah. is in it. You know, so I mean, it's got some higher, but again, it was one that was made with a higher budget. And it, it's they like, could get some. They could get some people. For me, it seemed like it was Clerks Two. I, while I enjoyed the movie, donkey scene aside, um, <laughs> I liked it. It made me a little sad because it kind of felt like he was trying to go a little bigger budget, and I I missed the well, grittiness of the first one. But it was also a. It was supposed to be a goodbye to these characters. Well, yeah, you know, no, that I, was. I get it, but I, I, I still kind of miss the grittiness of the first. I one. get it. I get that. I get that as well. But yeah, I, I, I highly recommend both of these. Like I said, it, they're not for everybody. There is some questionable material in both of them. Oh yeah. Um, you know, a lot of language, a lot of language, a lot of sexual innuendo, and this and that and everything. But mm, yeah, they are good movies. They're solid movies, and. Yeah, go check them out, man. I mean, that's uh, and if you have any questions, you know, I can steer you in directions about where to what to watch after Clerks, like in between the two, because like I said, there is a whole the Viewisk universe yeah. inside. And also remember, there is a Jay and Silent Bob reboot that's coming out this coming year. Soon. I think it's in September, if I'm not mistaken, August or I, September. I, don't know. Or something I haven't like seen that. any info on yeah, it. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things that if you don't really follow him you haven't heard much about it but they're supposed I've seen pictures from the set and they're bringing back everybody I I take that back I have seen a little bit about it because they um, Kevin Smith worked hard with Jason Mewes Mm -hmm. to try to get him cleaned up yeah he's been clean for a while but but that was a whole thing especially when they were making uh, Jay and Silent Bob strike back Yeah, yeah, Mewes was just off the rails 
and I mean, just they had a real tough time. Like he had to fight with the studio to get used to, to, to actually be in the movie because he was such an insurance well, risk. I mean, and, I think they had him taking drug tests every day. Yeah, I mean, it really yeah. was. So, but he he's gotten his life together. He got married. He's got a kid. You know, all that stuff. And so, good on you, Jason. Yeah. So it's good. It's always it's always good to hear redemption story. Exactly. Hey, some of us have them. So uh, so anyway, uh, that's our review of Clerks. Uh, if you would like to tell us how bad Clerk sucks, or, or how bad we suck, or how bad we suck, or, or whatever it is, you can write us at projectxpod at gmail dot com. Yep. We also have a Facebook page, which is if you go to Facebook and you do a search for Project X Podcast. Podcast, yes. Uh, you should be able to find us. There's, we'll we'll get that thing up and running at some yes, point. Yes, pretty soon. Um, actually, by the time this comes out, it'll, it'll probably, probably be up and be running. Up and running. Uh, what we've else got, we got? We've got projectxpod.com yes. that is in the works. Yes, coming. it is. It's in. It's being built. And uh, the uh, Twitter's up and running. The Twitter is up and running. That's at Project X Pod. So you can you get, get a hold there. of us there immediately, like yes, right you now. Can. And and then also you have. I I have one also. It is um, Big Dave X. Hold on. Let me <laughs> I haven't Big looked Dave at X Pod or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds right, but I haven't looked at it in a couple of days. So uh. I know, I know. At our age, you forget you forget stuff like that really easily. So, um, oh, this is embarrassing. I should know my own email address. <laughs> um, no, where is it? I'm, I'm such. <laughs> it is Big Dave X Pod at Gmail. There you go. It's all one word. There Big Dave X Pod at Gmail All right. So thank you once again I'm for a listening. Person. Oh, thank you once again for listening, and we will see you next time. Have a good one. Yeah.